Second off, hour number three in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios Fan Run Radio. Houston Crest, Adam Hickman, intern Brett with you. One more hour as we count down to tip off. Just pushing through today, you know? What do you mean? You not having a good time? No, I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm just saying. I hate, I hate. I think we might be the only people doing a. Show today? Oh yeah, no, we are. Maybe. Yeah, no, we're the we're the we're the ones that are doing the work today. Which is ironic because usually mm-hmm. everyone takes shots at us for missing a lot. Yeah. Huh. You're kind of setting us up for failure tomorrow. As I head to. Yeah. Yeah. I might come. I head to head to the Music City this afternoon, hopefully to uh, catch tonight's game and you know maybe enjoy. A Tennessee win. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe come a, in tomorrow. Maybe morning. a trip to Bridgestone. Talk about random stuff for three hours. I'm trying to look at the schedule, man. Like, okay, so Kentucky plays tomorrow at nine. You want to break down some of these other big games, or at least highlight some of the good ones for today? You know, if Tennessee makes it to Saturday, I wonder if I could scalp some tickets from Kentucky fans if they were to lose. Can Vanderbilt beat them? They just they did, right? Didn't Vanderbilt beat? Who are them? they playing again? Who? Vanderbilt plays. Uh, Vanderbilt. LSU. Vanderbilt's got oh. LSU tonight at nine. Then they got Kentucky tomorrow night at nine. Is there nowhere online you can get tickets? Is it all sold out? The tournament. Uh, last night it sure looked like it, man. It was just it was don't crazy. leave the arena. Just uh, what was that soccer club in the Premier League? The guy just slept under a tarp naked. Oh. For like two days to get into the game. I don't know why he was naked. Seems like that's a dead giveaway if someone sees you that you're not supposed to be there. Uh, but what do I know? We do have a top 25 matchup today in the Big 12 tournament. There's actually there's a lot of top-ranked teams in action today. Uh, I was going to run down this list uh, maybe a little bit later, but we might as well go ahead and look at it now. Wake Forest, after the win last night over Syracuse, they are uh, taking on Miami today at noon on ESPN2. Man, that's crazy. How do you even keep up with all these games? <laughs> There's a lot of good games, even at noon. Oh, I know. Um, tickets as low as $11 for Wake Forest and Miami. Uh, Iowa State, Baylor, 1230 on ESPN. Hickman, I'm sure you'll have that one pulled up on your phone. Uh, okay, here, here we go. See, this is this is what I like to see. Mississippi State, Florida, 1 p.m. Tickets as low as 6 bucks. Maybe easier to make this happen than I thought for the weekend. Maybe just need you know need the team to uh, keep winning. Wait, what was the uh, the ranked game you were talking about? We uh, got ranked on ranked. Yeah, ranked on ranked in the Big Twelve quarterfinals. Uh, TCU and Kansas State will be squaring off this evening. Yeah, let what me, time is that game? Let me check the official time. That would be one to watch for sure. Uh, Nine thirty on ESPN two. Ah, uh, that's why I had not scrolled down. Yeah. Far if, enough. If you've not watched Kansas State play basketball this year, uh, if you're a basketball fan and you've not, do yourself a favor and sit down and watch them play. Uh, I think Jerome Tang is probably going to win National Coach of the Year, more than likely, or at least he should, in my opinion. Year one, he's got them at 23-8, and eight, ranked in the top 12. TCU favored by two in that game. Uh, surprised? Yes, I am a little bit surprised by that, actually. I think TCU, I know they lost to Oklahoma. They might have lost... I think they've lost two of their last four. 
I thought it was three or four, but it's two or four, I believe. So they're on a little bit of a skid. The Big 12 is so weird, man. They, they I mean, going two and two over your last four in the Big 12 when you're playing Here we go. ranked teams isn't that bad. So Here we go. Uh, TCU, though, finished 9-9 nine and nine in the Big 12 this year. But they're amazing, right? Uh, they're pretty good. Is it going to be the Big 12 this year that once you hit the big dance, you realize they weren't as good? This has happened to the Big Ten before. I, like I still think it's the Big Ten. always carries that throne there. That's true. You got to think, though. I mean, but if it's, it, I mean, I mean Baylor gets won a title. Yeah, they did. But no, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying it's bad basketball. No, I just no. this happens every year where, for no, whatever reason, one of the conferences gets a little overhyped. Usually, it feels like it's the Big Ten. They'll get eight or nine teams in, and then by the time the Sweet Sixteen rolls around, there's one left. You're not going to want to hear it, but that conference this year could be the SEC. Actually, I think that's actually pretty fair. It De- just depends. depending on what we do. Uh, Kentucky. They've looked better, but I don't know if you can still trust Kentucky right now to show up and play good basketball. Uh, I don't think that's unfair. I think Mississippi State, if they get a good draw, could go make a little run. Arkansas is a big wild card. Auburn, who feels like Auburn's in now, right? I mean, there's even with a loss to Arkansas today, I still think they're in. Um, How many does Vanderbilt have to win to have a shot at the bubble? Three. Three? That's what I figured. Got to win... Beat LSU, beat Kentucky, and then probably what's that? A and M, Arkansas, or Auburn. I mean, if, if Vanderbilt were to make it to Saturday, hell, if they make it to Saturday, they might just win the damn thing. And they still might have to win the thing to get in. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, obviously that would. A- after watching Texas A and M get the shaft last year, I uh, I don't know if anything but winning the tournament can get them in. And like I know if you Vandy, yeah, 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 and I know like if you look at Vandy's resume, they have a pretty good resume. Actually, they've beaten some really good teams. Well, what are the, what have they won seven out of their last eight? Yeah, I mean yeah. they've beaten Tennessee, they've beaten Kentucky, Mississippi State. Uh, but the I problem think, with Vanderbilt is their bad losses early in the year are going to weigh them down. That and you hear just you just hear the name Vanderbilt, mm. and for some reason it's just you just have this you picture them just being absolute crap. Yeah, but you hear the name Jerry Stackhouse, and all yeah. of a sudden people's people's ears perk up. I mean, he might be fun to watch coach a tournament game. I'm sure he'd he'd look it. good. I'm sure he'd be very mild mannered. Is that sarcasm? Yes. Yeah, I thought I thought it might be sarcasm. So they did start this little run after our game, right? After yeah. the buzzer beater. Yeah, I think so. Rick Barnes was real proud of Stackhouse, him. Stackhouse, if he if he ever gets to the tournament, he might be the first ever college basketball coach to get tased by security during a game. That feels like it was so long ago, but that was earlier this season. Yeah. VCU, he had to get basically escorted off the court by police. Not a coach, not an assistant, not a manager, not event staff, but the police. Holy, yeah. One thing that sucks, though, for Vandy is, I mean, I don't know how how far they can make it in the SEC tournament without Liam Robbins. No, that's true, and that's something the committee would look at. You know, if let's say they won – Two, but then didn't have Robbins and lost to say A and M. I I don't know if that would quite be enough. Also, there's I mean you're just kind of running out of spots at this point. Yeah, you've got uh, at least ten spots already claimed, and depending on what some other schools do, I just don't know who you'd have them leapfrog. Uh, according to Joe Lenardi, as of it says updated this morning, I don't know exactly what he updated. 
the first four out currently are Arizona State, Nevada, North Carolina, and Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin losing last night. They're 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 done. Uh, the next four out: Michigan, Charleston, Clemson, Oregon. Uh, the last four in currently: Penn State, Rutgers, Oklahoma State, and Utah State. The last four buys going to NC State, Boise State. NC State won last night. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh won last night, and Mississippi State. Mississippi State, of course, plays Florida today at one. Mississippi State, Florida, one o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Where does Lenardi have Penn State right now in that latest bracketology? Uh, last four in. Okay, they're the first team of the last four in. Yeah, so does uh, Jerry Palm. Oh, really? They have the same thing there. Last four in for Palmers: Penn State, Mississippi State, Utah State, and Michigan. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, as of now, you're playing games uh, for the 16. It's Howard and Grambling as well as Southeast Missouri State and FDU. The 11-seed playing games are Rutgers, Utah State, Penn State, Oklahoma State. FDU lives in that play-in game, it seems like. And the tournament would be so much better if Penn State would get in. That's What? A, that's a team that could... Uh, this is biased. No, nah, I mean, like, what's one of the cool things about March? It's seeing some of the superstars in college basketball oh, okay. shine. I guess we did make great see plays. Morant that one year. Yeah, which like, was cool. They, well, they went too. They get the Sweet Sixteen I that think year. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lost to Florida State, but uh, if Jalen Pickett, I mean, he's one of those guys that March would be better if Jalen Pickett was playing in it. Is he a senior? Yes, F- fifth year. Gotcha. I, I would maybe. Uh, I mean. To get him in Knoxville, if he had any more eligibility, would be absolutely just earth-shattering for me. Earth-shattering? Yes. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who would be a big help. I'm going to be completely honest. I have not seen that guy play a single second this year. You need to look up some of his highlights. Eh. Or if he gets in the tournament, you need to at least watch Penn State. Well, as of right now, they're... They're hanging by a thread. Who do they play today? I don't even know. I'm... I thought you were a big Penn State guy. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Let's see. You don't even know? Uh, but I mean, Pickett, though, his stats on the year, 17 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Oh, they play Illinois, which that's a... Uh... Is that winnable? Uh, Yeah, it's definitely winnable. Uh... I don't know. It depends on if that guy's jacked up on uh, Red Bull. That's true. Illinois only a two and a half point favorite. Is there a coach that chokes more? Well, I know there is one, and I'm not going to tell you who he is. But when it comes to choking and just disappointing seasons, it feels like Brad Underwood at Illinois is kind of that's kind of what he's starting to make a name for himself for. Uh, He was at Oklahoma State for one year, and uh, before that, he was the guy who uh, who took Stephen F. Austin to like four straight. Mm. NCAA tournaments. How high did they get ranked this year? Uh, they got up to number 16. That's what I thought. Okay. I thought they were right outside the the top 15 or maybe right inside. Penn State give, scores 69.7 points a game and give up 69.7 That's why their record so, uh, so close there. In Big there. Ten play. <laughs> that's, oh, that's just in Big Ten play? Yeah. It's pretty funny. Well, that would explain why they are <clears throat> 10 and 10 in conference. 
Did Illinois get the one seed a couple years ago? In the NCAA tournament? Yeah, they did, because they lost in the second round to uh, Loyola Chicago as the one seed. Wait, was that was that the year we played them? No. Oh, okay. This was 2020-2021. Uh, okay. Penn State beat Illinois last time they played, 93-81 to on February 14th. Look out. Hickman's Nittany Lions might be uh, securing their spot, maybe trying to get off the uh, the playing game line. Pickett went for 41 and 8 assists in that game. Did you say 41? 41 in 39 minutes of play, 8 assists. It's not stout. I'd say it actually is. I'd say it's uh, pretty damn stout. <laughs> actually, I don't know why I said not stout. Have we had two players combined for. I think for you were f- going to say not shocked, maybe. Yeah. Have maybe. we had two players combined for 41 in a no game? Chance. Nope. Our leading scorer, Vescovy's only gone over 20, I think, three times. Pickett's the best point guard in the country. You, how many guys have you named in that? Yuri Collins. Uh, my ranking is Pickett 1, Yuri Collins 2. Who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Marquise Noel from Kansas State's up there. Wade Taylor's in the conversation. <laughs> See, my, my beef with Tennessee fans this whole season was that they always said that Zakai was the best point guard in the year. country. Most of them said SEC, but okay. No, a lot of them were starting to say country. And then, like, just my beef with that was, okay, but can you tell me who Jalen Pickett is? I think they said one of the best point guards in the country. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of people saying he is the best. Just saying. It's a good point guard class this year. That kid from Marquette's pretty good, too. Are you ready for your top 14? I think I am. Okay, we'll hit a quick break. Oh, snap, we've already had our first hole-in-one at the Players this morning. No oh, way. I forgot that tournament this weekend. Who hit it? Uh, Hayden Buckley? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, just hit the button. Hour three continues. Tip-off, Tennessee, Ole Miss at three. But first, the top 14 of the top 30 movies by one Adam Hickman. People have been waiting for it. I mean, just champing at the bit for the top 14. We're starting off hot. Okay. 14. Pulp Fiction. 14. I'm going to be very interested now in your top 13. I watched that the other day. What a great movie. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. Uh, 13, another just American classic. Speaking of, okay, so you know how Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with dementia? Or is it dementia? Yeah. Yes. I had the weirdest dream last night about Bruce Willis. And? They were filming him and he was just speaking nonsense in my dream, of course. Yeah. And I remember in my dream thinking, why are they letting this man talk to the camera? He clearly has dementia. Yeah. Is that a weird dream to have? It's very weird to have. I just... I, I heard like, his wife's trying to keep the paparazzi away. because. Sure. Just... I mean, like, apparently one of the first things that has gone... I think I read this the other day. I think his, uh, his daughter, whose name escapes me, it, she looks exactly like... Him and Demi had a baby, which is exactly what they did. Um, 
but she was saying one of the first things that becomes difficult for him is speech. And so I guess I read that, and it got trapped in my subconscious. Yeah. And then last night, that was my dream, was Bruce Willis being filmed as he spoke, and it was just really weird. Sorry, Hickman, go ahead. Uh, Pulp Fiction at 14. Good, 13. Good, great movie. Not oh, a good yeah. movie, a great movie. The Godfather at 13. I really liked The Godfather. I do find it to be a tad overrated as a movie. Yeah. But it's very, very good. Iconic, paved the way for a lot of stuff we know today. It, it definitely did. It definitely launched, you know, a lot of career. I mean, a lot of people, that's how they, uh, oh gosh, why can't I not remember my guy's name from Days of Thunder? Uh, it'll come to me. But yeah, the, he was like the, well, what's the second guy? Like the, like the accountant to the boss. Tom Hagen? No, never mind. That, that's... It, it has a name in the in the movie. Oh, <laughs> well, that's Tom Hagen. And then when know. Pacino becomes the Godfather, he's like, "You're out, you're out." But I can't remember what that the title of that was called. The his business title, quote unquote. All right, that was thirteen. Yep, number twelve, Gone Girl. Classic, awesome movie. That's Affleck, right? Yes. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a really. I really enjoy movies like that where you're trying to get to the bottom of like the mystery. I, I really enjoyed Gun Girl. Eleven. Barry Lyndon. It's a Stanley Kubrick movie from the seventies. Okay, your list just took a hit. Is it good? <laughs> oh, it's awesome. You know, you know the movie though, right? I have no, I have no idea. He what... said seventies were his go-to. Barry Lyndon. Yeah, Barry Lyndon. It uh. Awesome movie. Long as hell, but awesome. And uh you just just a good character you just want to see fail and root against, you know. What else we got? Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. That's <laughs> look up Barry Lennon though and get back to him on how it looks though, Chris. Number it, ten. It, 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 Once upon a time in Hollywood at number ten. Wow, okay. I watched this movie to kick off every summer. That's your go to, huh? It's it's a good summer hangout movie. Just fun to watch. Robert Duvall. Gosh, I cannot believe I forgot Robert Duvall. Number nine. Keep getting him and Gene Hackman confused in my mind. I mean, I can see him. I just can't get the name right. Number nine. It's embarrassing. Back to the 70s we go. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which was number one on this list for a couple of years. It's a great movie. But upon rewatch... You know, it just—it's a great movie one time. That's not one that I would throw on again and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah look at what's on AMC." Cool. It's a—it's a good movie though. Yeah, One Flew Over Eight, number eight, my favorite Stanley Kubrick movie, A Clockwork Orange. At eight? Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, Jason tweets in and says, "This movie list is going south in a hurry," and I tend to agree. This movie list is awesome. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it. Number seven, Knives Out. Really? I, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I mean, I liked it. It was. It was good. Uh, well, let me sit here and do some detective work. The first one was great. The second one was decent. Uh, what was the What was the second one? Red Onion or something? Glass Onion. Glass Onion. Yeah, whatever. Number six. That was number seven. You have knives out at seven. Yeah, because what's at six? <laughs> Clue. Number six is Prisoners, which is Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman. Absolutely, that, that was a really killing. good movie. I'm not, I wouldn't put it in my top ten, but that was a really good movie. Davey recommended that one to uh, Paul Dano. Is yeah, also Paul, in Paul that. Dano. He's that's a. I've, you know what? I'm going to say this about that movie. I thought it had. I thought it was really good. I thought it had potential to be 
amazing. Yeah. Like, un- I, I think it is. No. I, I felt like they could have utilized Paul Dano's character a little bit more. Yeah. Number five, uh, if you guys have not seen this one, it's it's the only foreign film on the list here. It has It's a thriller. It's a comedy. It's a drama. It has action. There's some romance in there. Monty Python and the Holy Grail? No. Number five is Parasite, the Korean film by Bong Joon-ho. Absolute masterpiece. If you've not seen Parasite, you have to watch Parasite. You say it's horror? Every, it's, it's, every, it's, everything. it's everything. Okay. It is one of the greatest. I've heard about Parasite. I have not. I have not seen Parasite. Yeah, it did. It won a bunch. Have of you seen awards. it, Brett? I have not. Gentlemen, put it on your list. That was number five. That is number five. Number four. I think. I need to pick it up. Maybe the best script in movies ever. The Social Network. Aaron Sorkin. Masterfully written. Again, good movie. It's not cracking my top 50, but it's good. Number three, maybe the movie I've seen the most in my life. This movie will never not be awesome. I will never not watch this movie when it's on TV. Jaws. I will not argue that. I love that movie. You can't beat watching if Jaws. It, if it's on, it's on, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. If it's playing and it's there, and I don't have like a game to watch, I'm watching Jaws for the... How many times do you think you've seen that movie? I mean, I'm 24. I'd say I probably watched it five times a year my entire life. I'm yeah. From like the age of like 10. I, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of times. Yeah. Maybe not start to finish, but like if it has just started or if it's in like around the dialogue part with Quint on the boat, like I'm, I'm watching it and I'm finishing it. I love that movie. Great movie. Right, number Great two, cast, too. Number two and number one. Mrs. This, Mrs. Brody. This was hard for me. Number two and number one. Uh, ultimately, number two, I went with No Country for Old Men. Great movie. Greatest, Great movie. probably my favorite villain ever. Anton uh, Chigurh. Movie's awesome. I mean, I don't know what more you can say about that. And number one, outside of Jaws, this is also the movie I've seen the most in my life. Once again, if it's on, you watch it from whatever starting point it's at to the end. Mm-hmm. And that is the greatest mob movie ever, The Goodfellas. I have no hey, problem with Goodfellas, good Jaws, No Country for Old Men. You know what made No Country for Old Men so interesting to me? No music. Yeah. And people, it's weird. You don't even really yeah, notice it. Yeah, until the movie's it. over and someone points and, it out. Yeah, and someone says, oh, yeah, this uh, this movie was made without any musical accompaniment. Just natural sound. Yeah. Like the sound of the wind over the prairie, the trucks, the dogs. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, I might have watched that Friday night, actually. You didn't have any Quentin Tarantino in there, did you? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pulp Fiction. Once Upon a Time. And Glorious Bastards. Bastards. I think I was waiting to hear Django. I love Django. Django. Uh, have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Have you seen all of Tarantino's yeah. stuff? Yeah. Uh, I hate Kill Bill. Yeah, I'm not Absolutely a big, I'm not a big fan of Kill Bill either. I, I think it's because I just don't like Uma Thurman. She kind of annoys me. Yeah, she's kind of a smoke show, though. At least in uh, Pulp Fiction. I don't really like her that much in Kill Bill. but Yeah, her... I like the idea of the character. I didn't like that it was Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. But I want to go to that restaurant. Get that milkshake and a burger. And dance. I like to do a little dancing. Yeah. Don't we have that song that they is playing when they walk in to Pulp Fiction? The... That, yeah, that one. That was it. I'll, I'll look it up and see if we can find yeah, it. Yeah, and We'll come back I to that. I forgot the name. Uh, back to sports. After this... 
Ole Miss and LSU winners last night in round one of the SEC basketball tournament. Second round beginning today, 1 p.m., Mississippi State, Florida. I think the entire room here has taken the Bulldogs. 3 o'clock, Tennessee, Ole Miss. 7 p.m., Arkansas, Auburn. That one might be a real dandy. And then at 9 o'clock, Vanderbilt will take on LSU. Uh, Tomorrow, awaiting... Opponents in the quarterfinals are Alabama, Missouri, Texas, A&M, and Kentucky. Alabama gets the winner of Mississippi State, Florida. Missouri, of course, the winner of Tennessee, Ole Miss. A&M awaits Arkansas or Auburn and Kentucky, LSU, or Vanderbilt. Um, Any thoughts on the Miller speaking for the first time yesterday? uh, He spoke by the legal definition of the word. He said uh, really not much at all. I'm... Alabama's in a little bit of a sticky situation here because he is obligated to do about thirty minutes to an hour of media after each and every game, and then obviously there's some you know before and after. I, it's very clear that he has been coached up on exactly what to say and what not to say. My guess is if he has asked any non-basketball question, it will be, "I'm here to talk about basketball. I'm here so I don't get fined." Um, my, my guess is if he's asked about basketball, he'll talk as much as he can about whatever that question was. Um, but again, this is and this is why I kind of mentioned that break point in the season where things are very, very different now. You know, after a regular season game, the coach can say, "Hey, I don't want this guy talking to the media for a few weeks. Just go to the locker room, get your shower, and get out of here." Uh, the NCAA, I believe, is who gets to request the players. Uh, it's either a media request or the NCAA itself. So, uh, Brandon Miller, of course, being did he win National Player of the Year? I'm sure he did, right? Brandon Miller, no, it's not know. been He's announced not even yet. The top 15 okay, for the wooden finalist. He's not. Not. Ooh. That came out right before the day before he was announced as the SEC Player of the Year. So the SEC Player of the Year is not in the top 15 for that, no. and that's what we talked about with. Certain media members are just I not mean, just kind of like note oats. Probably. Yeah, didn't oats. he win an AP award though? I, I thought maybe he so. Won an AP SEC Player of the Year as well. I thought he I did, and it was and they left oats off as yeah. coach. Yeah, a- AP SEC Basketball Player of the Year, newcomer of the year. That's right. Yeah, because it was it was a split. It was newcomer and player. I didn't give it to Toby Walker. Are you kidding me? What a joke! Rigged. It's rigged. I love Walker. Uh, Arkansas and Auburn tonight. Who you got? Oh man, uh, let's. That, that's a tough. That one. is a that is a tough one. Very similar teams. Yeah, very two similar, inconsistent teams. Exactly. That are very yep. talented and have two really good coaches. I'm gonna have to say, give me Arkansas. If okay. my life depended on it, that's who I would roll with. I just. I think Auburn's floor. Arkansas as a is team, favored by two. Yeah. I was leaning Auburn. I think Auburn's floor is a lot lower than Arkansas's floor is. Uh, the ceilings are probably also in favor of Arkansas, a little higher there. But that's a tough man. That's tough. And we basically beat Arkansas without Zakai. He got you know two or three yeah. minutes. Um, we were in the game with Auburn without Zakai. Obviously, we played at Auburn and had Arkansas at home. There's that emotional boost once the Kai goes down. That kind of and Rick Barnes did a really great job that night of of kind of. But I, I forgot to ask: Was Rick Barnes coaching and animated against Auburn? Yes. 
He was okay. So he was very. So he's he's picked it up a little bit because there was it. The, oh, did you say Auburn? Auburn? Yes, yes, Auburn. Oh, I thought you said no, Arkansas. Arkansas, oh, Arkansas. Arkansas. He was on Arkansas. It. He coached his ass off. Yeah, he was a little bit more animated than usual. Not like he was for the Arkansas game. But. Okay, yeah. Well, and it's different because the where how the camera is at all. I know. Those yeah, because like, they're behind the cameras behind the benches. Now, like, zoomed in on him. Sure, sure. Go to that. But, but he wasn't just sitting there. Yeah, but he wasn't sitting there twiddling his thumbs while the game's going on. You couldn't know. You okay, because there's been some games where that's happened, and I'm not a, I'm not but a big were, fan like, of that. Pearl, walk, Pearl was like on the court sometimes, walking all the way half court. I mean, like. Well, Pearl was getting criticized a couple weeks ago by Auburn fans because he has not been as animated and into games. Now, I watched that Alabama game, and he was going crazy dur- oh, yeah. <laughs> during and then uh, obviously after the game as he had his radio yeah, interview and as he said, smashed, like literally throws the headset and breaks it. Joke! Joke! Probably say joke if they don't make the tournament. <laughs> I think they're in, right? Even with a loss today. I don't need this is not a do. bad loss. Thing is, I mean, if, if Auburn were to win, they're obviously definitely in. Arkansas is projected to be in, but nineteen and thirteen, joke, joke. nineteen and thirteen in this in this league. I, see, I feel like Arkansas is going to get the benefit of getting players back and healthy now, and I feel like that. Yeah. I, obviously, we're not worried about making the tournament or not, but I it could see us if we have a bad performance today against Ole Miss. I could see them using the Zakai injury as a reason to bump us down a seed line. Because the NCAA would hate nothing more than to put us at three and have us lose in the first round, and they look like idiots. Oh, they were overseeded. See, the NCAA doesn't know what they're doing. Oh. It's this weird thing. It feels like up until this week, it's all about your resume, and then this week you get a little bit of resume and a lot of how do you look right now, which is fine. Um, that's why I think if Tennessee wants to keep that three. And that's why I think A&M should be seated over us for the NCAA tournament as well. What are they projected right now? A six? Six or a seven. I don't think there's any way they are seated with or above us, right? No, no. There's, it's not going to happen. Could we drop to a four and they climb to a four if they win the whole thing? Well, I mean, but then again, like, look at the arguments used last year for not bumping us up a seed line. So no, that's a good knows? point. That's a good point. And we had split with Kentucky at that Or no. We beat we, them two, two out, out of three. Two out of three, yeah. One in the tournament, obviously, which made no sense to win – that game, then win the whole tournament, and then be seated lower. Although I guess it ultimately didn't matter. Would we have preferred to play Michigan in the second round or run up against uh, St. Peter's in the first, as well as they played last year? St. Peter's in the first. Okay. We were lights out in round one. We hit what fifteen threes against Longwood. Yeah, it was something like that. We couldn't miss. Looks like they're not going to be back in the tournament this year. Longwood. Yeah. Uh, what about St. Peter's? Uh, yeah, they're yeah, in. both of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I said earlier. Yeah, St. Peter's had a down year this year. Well, that, didn't they lose everybody? Oh, yeah. Every, every player, they lost their coach. I mean, they, they, they had to hit a hard reset. They all got snagged up in the portal. Uh, unfortunately, I know Tennessee fans will be devastated to know um, Loyola Chicago, not going to make it. It appears no uh, 2023 trip to the NCAA tournament for Sister Jean. She might not get to see it again. Hey, man, come on. What are you doing? Just stating the you, facts. You might not get to see it again. That's true. We're not promised tomorrow, dude. No, we are not. You never know. That's why I like to live every day to the fullest, Crest. That's why I can say something that's going to make you or someone else mad. That's living the day to the fullest? I do it. That's your That's your goal. No, but 
I enjoy it, so I do it. Let love, man. Just let love. Yeah, man. Let love guide you. Are we uh, zeroing in on game picks for Tennessee Ole Miss? One in stripes says she couldn't see the game anyways this year with her cataracts. Guys, come on. Did you see she's her, a, though? She's a sweet old lady. I mean, she looks Just like a bag there. of dust. Hickman, oh come on, man. She does. Like, I'm no, she do- she's 103. She's out going to the game. She looked rough in that picture. Hickman, you won't go to games if I give you a free ticket. She's At 102, she threw out the first pitch of the Cubs game. Yeah. Kind of rolled out the first pitch, but what do you expect? She's out there. Didn't she have glasses before? Uh, she's always had glasses. She, didn't, ha- she didn't have them on the other night. She had them when we played her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, played that's what her. I thought. The problem is played she wasn't on courtside. I know. She was too far away. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's nearsighted. All right, zero in on the number. We'll look Are we at picking this? all the games, like the mm. SEC tournament games at least. Yeah, we can do those, and then uh, probably need to do like a. Well, we've all, I think we've all picked our winners, but we can go through what we think the uh, weekend's going to look like next week. Though, boys, go ahead and study the bracket as soon as it comes out this weekend, because we're going to, you know, we got to make some final four picks against each other. Show pool. Should little, we have like a little friendly competition? Yeah, should the four of us go against the other? You know, have a four man team bracket versus the other uh, shows. Like put all our minds together. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We'll make it happen. We need to do a dark horse final four picks. Iowa State, Penn State, Northwestern. We have to say it has to be a certain seed, right? Like a what would be considered a dark horse. It's hard to define the dark horse this year. Pick a Cinderella. Feels like everybody's a dark horse, except for uh, it's like four teams that wouldn't be considered that. But really, after that, everyone could be considered the dark horse. That's true. Final segment. Of the day of the week. Next. Wish that I was on old Rocky Top down in the Tennessee Hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. Ain't no telephone bills. Once I had a girl on Rocky Top. Half bear, the other half cat. Final segment of the day of the week. Of three and out on Fan Run Radio. I'm headed to Nashville after this one. I try to take in a Tennessee game or four. Well, if we lose, if you want to hear me talk about it tomorrow, let me know. Why don't you want to come in here if we win? Uh, I got some talk stuff I got to take care of. If we win, <laughs> I'd like to finish that up so I can actually watch the game tomorrow. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it today. What? Maybe maybe some later in the second half, but Nah, the three o'clock start time on a Thursday is pretty pretty Crappy. pretty brutal. Um I will say, uh this stuff when you're in college and don't have responsibilities was always the greatest thing in the world. But you know, once you get Oh, I love this time once, of year. Once in college. you get in the real world, you're like, damn. So you won't I be at Jets to see all your fans? Probably not. That is today, right? Yeah. Yeah, today. Jets, three Watch PM. party, three Watch party. As Russell said, if you uh, ever want to know how to support the station, show up to Jets today. Buy a pizza and or a beer or a Jetsy. Or both. Or What's all a of it. It's like a sandwich. Ooh. Like a, a bunch of Like a submarine. Too, right? Yeah, they have a bunch on. Pizza places have the best sandwiches. Hot I, take. I think they do. Only calzones. I love a good calzone. They do calzones. Regular pizza. The deep. Wings. 
Detroit style. Pretty much anything you'd want to eat, they have it at Jets. Uh, all right, we've all taken Mississippi State. I think we all you, – you led Auburn, right? I'm leaning – yeah, I'm going to go Auburn. Uh, Vanderbilt or LSU? Vandy. This is the only one they get in the tournament, LSU's by the way. LSU's best players are big. I think he was first-team all-conference. Yeah, he's yeah, really the, good. K.J. Williams? Yeah. yeah, he's good. He's, he's one of really like 26 good. players with over 1,000 rebounds and 2,000 points. one loss Vandy had in this stretch. Is that right? I think they beat him by 15 down on, down on LSU. Well, are you going to do it? Are you going to take the Tigers? I think I am. I'll take Vanderbilt. They're gonna ride. They're gonna ride a little. All the games are gonna be close. Yeah, I do. I do. I do too. Unfortunately, <laughs> even ours. I really do. So I think. Moving, are we gonna move forward through the weekend? So if those. Oh, uh, if we win today, we're beating Missouri. You think so? Yeah. Are you more confident in beating Missouri than today's game? Honestly, yeah. yeah I, Honestly, yeah, I am. I'm right there with you on that one. Chris. Uh, it's you know. I think we're gonna do what we've been doing, and sometimes that's good enough, and sometimes it's not. Ole Miss, like the old rest versus rhythm, is what uh, Pat Bradley kept saying last night. Ole Miss, I think that gave them they they've been playing pretty well since Kermit Davis went went out. Like we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, if a, if Abram hits five threes tonight, we're toast. I mean, because they've got other guys. They hit five, they might be ten threes against us or something. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if he hits five, look out because so, they got other guys who can knock him down too. I am going to take Tennessee to win. You also mentioned that Mississippi State Alabama game could be scary for Bama because you don't like the way Bama's been looking. I would I would not be stunned at all if yeah, Bama so lost that game. That's tomorrow after our game, right? No, it's before. It's so, the, that's the one o'clock game tomorrow. Uh, but whatever. <laughs> but you know they have these things called websites where you can look up the bracket and it so gives you it gives you tip times. Play well, yeah, Mississippi State, but yeah, yeah, the times for. Teams today will be the times for those teams again tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. The only time it'll change will be what Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Unless the top of the bracket, uh, that they'd be the same for them. So our side of the bracket, we would play Saturday at one, and then Sunday at one also. So a little bit less rest for the bottom half of the bracket, which would be yeah. uh, Kentucky and A and M's. I'll go. God, Tennessee seventy four, mm-hmm. Ole Miss sixty seven. 74. Give me Tennessee, 73. Okay. Ole Miss, 61. Oh, a double-digiter. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking double-digit myself. I well, I just said all morning they've lost the most games by 10, 11, and 12 points that I've ever seen in my life. I have Tennessee 68 uh, to 56. Another 12-er. Look at you guys running together. Look, Look at, at me being positive, you know. I got. I felt like I had to balance out your negative pick with a positive pick. So I picked them to win. So do we think Tennessee Close makes one, the final? Huh, hell no. I mean, if we play Mississippi State again, I would not feel bad about that. We kind of dominated them both times. It had to feel the way last year went because <laughs> I think they were. Well, we played them in the final because we were two. They we were eight. Who did, did we? We did not have Joe or Phillips for Alabama. Yeah. Right. No. Okay. We so Joe again. Ole Miss or Missouri? Did we have Joe against Missouri? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think there's a pretty good chance Tennessee makes it to Saturday. And then, honestly, at this point, if it's anybody but Kentucky, I think they'd have a chance to win it. It'd be nice to see this team start to click. 
you start you to find to, the you rhythm. Want, you want to win as many games as you can, right? But you like the idea of resting? I don't know. I mean... No, I, th I think we're healthy. I think we, I think we got stuff to figure out. I think I, I was kind of on the look. If you lose, I'm I'm not gonna like throw a fit if we lose today, but it'd be nice to click. We haven't done that in about a month and a half now. Safe travels today, Chris. Thank you. I appreciate Safe that. Safe travels. Text me when you get there. Uh, you'll be hearing national programming the rest of the way because uh, everyone's in Vegas or doing a watch party. I guess we'll see you Monday. Hopefully we're hanging another banner and raising another trophy. Don't hold your breath. Well, I couldn't until Monday. I'd be dead. True. Have a good weekend, everybody.